Lenten Messiah with Andrew Klein-Smith for MessiahFilm.com Session 9, The Message That Cuts Through Welcome to you, my name is Andrew Klein-Smith. Let me read to you Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 14. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. The angel said to them, Fear not, for I, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you, you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Shepherds out in a field watching over their flocks Yada, 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 yada. We've heard all this before. Interminably, it might seem, in carols played in malls and shopping centres for the weeks leading up to Christmas. It's become part of the background noise of our consumerism. Perhaps even Handel's Messiah itself has become part of the background noise of Xmas. Something that gives us a nice, warm, cosy glow not unlike chestnuts roasting on an open fire or a particularly spirited eggnog. <laughs> Sentimentality is a very sneaky way of not having to think hard about a thing. But what an odd thing this is. How could such an event, which was for those at it quite simply terrifying, overwhelming, joy-giving and life-changing, become so bland, uninteresting, unsurprising to our ears and hearts. We need to look at the event again. We need somehow to be taken into what it meant for those shepherds who were actually there. We have to strip off the cultural wrapping and discover what the actual gift is. Luke spends very little time actually speaking about the birth of Jesus, giving us in quick succession in verses 1 to 7 of this chapter just before the reading, the basic facts about the reason that Joseph and Mary were in Bethlehem, how the time came for Mary to give birth to the child she was carrying, and how when he was born, he was placed in a feed trough, there not being room for them in the inn. He gives a whole lot more detail about the appearing of the angel to the shepherds, the heavenly message that the angel brought about the birth of Jesus, and the loud eruption of the heavens as the angel sang together the glories of God. It seems he wants us to concentrate on this, not on the bare-bone facts that he's given of the actual birth. The angelic appearing was stunningly brilliant, the whole area filled with light, the light of God's own glory. 
the shepherds who probably had had some hairy and scary adventures in their job were terrified. This was unlike anything they'd seen before. But as they quaked with fear, the angel spoke to them, fear not. Not because this isn't anything special, but rather because this event is about something extraordinarily good. He has good news for everyone. In Bethlehem, the city from which King David came, a child has been born who will be the saviour of the world, the long-awaited Messiah who will rule the world with righteousness. The shepherds are encouraged to go and check it out, to find the baby who was born in the manger. And then the chorus breaks out. How did all those other angels keep it back while the shepherd was being ta- shepherds were being talked to? They cry out, glory to God, peace on earth among those with whom he is pleased. I think Handel really got the spirit of this event in his section, this section of the Messiah. Without the angel's message to the shepherds, this event would have no meaning for us. But the events of verses 1 to 7 are seen to have enormous significance through the revelation that the angel brings. Had that voice not spoken out that dark night, the shepherds, had they chanced upon the manger scene, may well have thought, cute kid, and then simply headed home to bed. But when the angel carried to them this word from God, the whole event was changed, charged now with deep meaning. That is what enables us also to strip off the sentimental wrapping around the Christmas story. The word of God concerning this event charges it with enormous significance. So much significance that we, when we hear it, like the shepherds, find ourselves to become little angels. What do I mean? We become messengers. That's the essential meaning of the word angel. Even more, we become good angels like the shepherds. What do I mean there? Well, we become evangelists, messengers of good news. What the angel told the shepherds and what they then told all those uh, when they'd seen the child, what they'd seen, we are also compelled to tell when we hear it as God's act. The Gospels of the New Testament are God's word to help us discover the true significance of events that maybe in our minds have become so passé, so bland in our collective memory. You could read the Gospels and through the Spirit of God who inspired those who wrote them, you could discover again the good news of Jesus. If you haven't done it for a while, I dare you to. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, the news of your incarnation is not something we can ever have neatly tied up with a bow. It always undoes us and remakes our world. We thank you for the gift of the Holy Scriptures, along with the gift of the Holy Spirit, who together open up to us 
the good news, cutting through all the ways we seek to tame or to avoid the significance of your coming into the world. Use the scriptures and send your spirit to us again today and so help us to be those who, gripped by your news, become messengers of that news in our world. Amen.